Chris Kurt. Oh, we're live over here, over there. Oh, I guess it makes more sense for you to start recording yeah. first because you, you, you can edit more easily than I can, I guess. Uh-huh. Well, we're recording anyways. We're ready to go Sunday morning. It's not Sunday morning. I don't care what Nancy Pelosi said. Sunday morning. You're so obsessed with Nancy Pelosi. She's it's just Nancy Pelosi that. Nancy Pelosi this. She's hot. She's a babe. I wonder what I she looked like. You know, when she was younger, she could have been a babe, you know? I don't know. You know, I used to, it used to be Mina from Twice, but, you know, it's really now, Nancy These Pelosi. days, it's Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi does it for me. Yeah, Nancy Her Lockheed Martin stock is going to do amazing. You know, that's true. She's very rich, so she could take care of me, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, she's got Oprah money. Well, not really. No, no one's got Oprah money. Not even Oprah. No, Oprah definitely has Oprah money. That's the whole point of being Oprah. Ladies. You had to put up with Stedman, and you got Oprah money. Ladies, I got McMuffins. <laughs> oh, you bitches love McMuffins. Uh, we were in uh, Las Vegas one time, me and some friends and stuff, because uh-huh. uh, I had some friends that were in the World Series of Poker. In fact, oh, one yeah, of my friends that. got second. Probably like second or third, right? Something like that. He became a millionaire, and then uh, I thought he like I thought it, like a lot of his money was staked by other people, though. So no, like, that's you know, another one of my friends who's also a millionaire. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's like uh, he's made tons of money off of other people playing poker. <laughs> but yeah, we were in Vegas for the World Series of Poker because they would uh, rent a house all summer in Vegas for po- to play poker, and we went up there for like, me and other friends went up there for like a week. Um, we were just out there getting fucked up and causing trouble and stuff. And uh, one morning, really, it was like six or seven in the morning, but we'd been up all night drinking and stuff. Uh, we went to McDonald's and got a bunch of McMuffins. And we had leftovers. We were carrying them back to the place, just walking the strip like, ladies, we got McMuffins. <laughs> 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 but meanwhile, it was just a bunch of men tell- handing you uh, business cards with naked women on it. Not business cards, flyers. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, um, basically, like. The last time I went there with. Uh, I haven't been to, to Vegas in like 15 years, probably. The last time I went there, uh, Court tried to collect as many of them as she could. Yeah. <laughs> They're like shitty zines. Titty zines. That's what I should call them. Titty zines. Or titties. Eh. Doesn't really roll off the tongue. <clears throat> um, ladies, gentlemen, NBs, this is VHS Cult. Good morning, Sunday morning. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, I'm uh, Sweet Kyle. That's Mean Sean. <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm uh, a, yeah, but it's, I, I've been described as a nice brother. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> we gotta create the, uh, the, the the dichotomy, though, the uh, the right environment. And since I'm Sweet Kyle, you gotta be Mean Sean. <laughs> Sweet Kyle, those is vagina stacks. Except for my, I'm using the 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 derogatory version of sweet, where it's like, oh, he's got a little sugar in the tank, huh? You know, where basically they're trying to look. He's <laughs> oh yeah, he's a he's a confirmed bachelor. Yeah, he's a little <laughs> light in the loafers. Um, last week I mentioned uh, anti-war, anti-imperialism. But not immune to propaganda, machismo, violence solves problems sometimes. Blah blah. blah. You get it. <laughs> I, you know, like, I again, I think I talked to mom about this, but like, I am generally anti-war or at least anti-aggression, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at some point, when you if someone pushes you, you can push back. Yeah, uh, but I mean, still, I would try. I try not to lean into any the Clint of the- Eastwood. Uh- Style yeah, of being a man. there's you know, plus there's a lot of like um, <laughs> aggressive, like let's go Ukraine kind of propaganda, which is fine. I mean, they're the underdogs, but it is. I try not to lean into it, right? Because it still is like <laughs> there's, a, there's a butt coming for sure. But <laughs> you hear that? Oh yeah. Прийшли окупанти до нас в Україну, форма новенька, воєнні машини, та трохи поплавився їх інвентар. Байрактар. This is a dope-ass song that is in celebration of the Turkish drone known as the Bayraktar. Yeah, the Bayraktar has been destroying uh, Russian uh, armored vehicles left and right. 
It's just I fucking this song's dope Bye as hell. <laughs> it's crazy. So they, <laughs> I've uh, heard this phrase get tossed around in general like a few times. It was uh, definitely from um, the right wing Azov battalion stuff, but they keep referring to Russians as orcs, which I think is uh, there's something about it where it's like, uh, especially when the Azov battalion was using it to refer to uh, Muslim soldiers and they were soaking the bullets in uh, pork fat or whatever. That's obviously like their, uh, that's fucking racist yeah, uh. shit. <laughs> but it's, but just referring to the Russian invaders as orcs in general, I think is pretty interesting. I did like that, um, orcs the concept of an orc has gotten so universal that all around the world we know what they're talking about. <laughs> damn orcs meets back on the menu boys yeah. um, i really feel like countries are stop investing so much money in uh, tanks and armored vehicles I, uh, because one dude with a fucking uh mm, Really yeah, modern yeah. RPG, but still it's just an RPG. We'll just destroy an entire column of uh, of armored uh, tank and personnel carriers. I mean, based on the song and the video accompanying accompanying it, uh, people should just buy Rectar drones. <laughs> That's another thing too. Is obviously well, like, we know we actually know warfare. one of the very first uh, drone pilots, right? Yeah. That's I mean, the, I mean he was two thousand one. He uh, he joined the the army and. A couple years later, he was talking to me about flying drones. Yeah, that's. I mean, drone warfare is also like dis- disgusting generally, but fucking Barakhtar, this song. Is <laughs> I again, me. like, I don't agree with necessarily agree with the uh, the U.S. Uh, drone yeah, policy, the US but drone uh, war, uh, if it's used in defense, fair game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, better than uh, endangering. Your actual soldiers, right? You just send the drones out. That's fine. Oh, yeah, it's just like I—I I don't know. I just uh, fucking—they got me. I'm—I'm I'm convinced. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be if Ukraine commits any war crimes during this war, it's gonna be really hard to convince me that they did. You just play this song and be like, "No, nah, I don't think so." It's really hard. <laughs> As the defensive, uh, what are they supposed to do to, to commit a war crime at this point? You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's pretty easy to commit war crimes. I guess they could execute uh, prisoners of war. Yeah. It's the kind of implied they would do to, to artillerymen who were firing on civilians. So, again, at what point, like, I don't, yeah. if you fire on civilians, I don't think you're considered a prisoner of war at that point, according to the Geneva Convention. There's a lot of, that's the weird thing, too, is like, after World War One and World War Two, all the countries came together. Like this is the these are the rules for war, these guys. Rules. Yeah, you'd think they'd be like, let's just not have war. But I guess they were uh, pragmatic enough to be like, well, war is gonna still happen, so let's uh, set some guidelines. Fuck, man, what a crazy fucking crazy ass Earth. This is why the aliens won't come visit. God damn it! <laughs> you know I. My personal belief is that aliens are not really that much different from from humans. You know, no, they're so advanced; they're beyond conflict. Yeah, okay. They use hug that's, energy. That's not what I've read in any sci-fi ever. They're like, let's let's hug it out. <laughs> let's hug it out. <laughs> like hug we werewolves. Hit with, we hit him with a little biractar. Biractar. <laughs> Hell yeah. Orville Peck's got a new album out that I've been listening to and shit, but like. Oh, does he? I was listening to Yola's uh, album from like, I don't know, like six months ago, a year ago, maybe. Pales in comparison to Bayraktar. There's never been a song as good as Bayraktar. Maybe some of the Beatles. <laughs> you got like a Stevie Wonder joint in there somewhere, maybe? Yeah, Stevie Wonder. Um, but yeah, not a fucking Bayraktar all the way. All the way, Bayraktar. Um, so what's good? How you cripping? How you living? What's it all uh, about? What's it mean? Uh, most of my day is spent um, dealing with a child that, that screams. He's a screaming. Guy. He's either uh, he's either eating or or pooping or screaming or sleeping. 
And if he's sleeping, I better be laying right next to him. Otherwise, he's not sleeping for very long. What a jerk. Yeah, when, um, last time I saw him, like, a week ago, you put him in his swing, and he immediately sat up and was like, fuck this, I'm not sitting in here. <laughs> yeah, this is bullshit. Yeah. You carry me around, goddammit. Yeah. And you talk to me. I am a man. I am a baby man. He is kind of like a man. He, he's got, like, a... Um, so the CEO of a factory. He's like the, the, the boss of the factory. <laughs> kind of vibe no breaks <laughs> or clumsy <laughs> line. Yep. So that's what, what about you? What have you been up to? I've Elden been, Ring. Uh, Elden Ring. Ring again. Elden Ring. The lands in between. Elden Ring. I've at this point I'm not even sure if I am enjoying it anymore. Yeah, or you just <laughs> just bitter about it. I just have to play. I just gotta beat it. But I since it's um, open world, and I have this problem where like I'm not sure if I'm enjoying it anymore, and I want to beat it and stop playing it, but also like I can't. That's <laughs> everything I've ever played for the last twenty yeah. years. I'm like I gotta fucking I gotta make sure I don't miss anything. Well, it's taking forever. It's uh, too big, and a lot of the early reviews about it and shit were like, "This is how you do an open world," because you know it's it's not running around collecting shit and blah. You know, it is a little bit better than most open worlds, but like, it's still pretty repetitive, <laughs> to be honest. You know, um, the environments changed quite a bit. I don't know. It's a good game, but like. I don't know, I guess I just don't like video games right now. <laughs> I feel like every time we talk about video games, that ends up being your conclusion. It's like, ah, I guess I just don't like video games anymore. And then you keep panel with playing them. Yeah. They just say, you know, the big ones get hyped, and I'm like, oh, maybe I'll... I mean, I, I've put, like, 50 hours into Elden Ring. I've, like, legitimately enjoyed it, but it's, um, it's got flaws, the same flaws that most video games have, where at the end of the day, I'm like, what, what is even the point? <laughs> but I guess it's just a distraction. It's entertainment. A uh, big thing, though, a, a lot of people, um, they're the, the, the big push for this one was like, uh, this is the most ex accessible from software game yet. Any even new players can jump on with Elden Ring, and like, there's like some convenience and quality of life improvements, but like fucking nah. Like, you still, <laughs> no, like, they can't. <laughs> yeah, you still have to, like, know, have a lot of prior knowledge about how their games operate. You're still going to have to do, like, research on the internet, how to do certain shit. Like, I've played all of their games pretty much. Well, I've only beaten Bloodborne because I get burnt out on video games. <laughs> but um, I have, like, prior knowledge about how the Dark Souls games and Demon Souls operate and stuff, but, like, that helps you with, like, maybe stat allocation, maybe. But, like, everything is under so many layers of, like, esotericism in the game. Like, nothing is in inherent. <laughs> <laughs> like, and um, basically just wandering around. And then uh, they've done this. So, in the, the Dark Souls games and Demon Souls, your character is moves pretty slow and is kind of, like, clunky and tanky, right? But it's all right in those games because the, the bosses um like really telegraph their moves and they're like a little bit slower. But in the, the other games, Bloodborne and Sekiro, the the combat's like way faster and you have more movement options and stuff. So the bosses in those games like have huge combo strings and they're like able to jump across the whole battlefield. You know, do crazy shit. What they've done in Elden Ring is um. Major character, a bit more like the Dark Souls games, but then still kept making the bosses like Sekiro and Bloodborne. So <laughs> nah, like, no, no, no. I think the problem is you just suck. You're I mean, stuck. I, I haven't had like any crazy trouble with any of the bosses exactly, but it's like um, you there's so very few of them from what I've played. Can you just like, <clears throat> unless you're a fucking amazing Dark Souls player. You can't just like straight up go easily like toe to toe <laughs> with them. Like uh, maybe like, you can't, but I can't. <clears throat> I've never played a single Dark Souls game ever. Dark Souls. Yeah, 
my soul is, is as light as a feather. Yeah, I mean, they're not like super difficult after you do them a few times. I haven't had trouble figuring them out, but it's like, I don't know. So it's something that there's like a disconnect between how your character moves and um, a lot of the boss interactions. But then some of them are easy as shit. So, I don't know. <laughs> did you ever beat that tree sentinel? Oh, yeah. As soon as I got a horse, no problem. <laughs> he's running down. Yeah, you just basically just fucking have a horse battle with him. If you're on the horse, or if I'm on the horse, in my experience in the game, fucking, I can beat anything. <laughs> no problem. Been killing dragons on my horse. <laughs> <clears throat> fucking Mongol over here. Yeah. Fucking, I think I'm goddamn Gachingus Khan. Gachingus. Like I said, I'm like, 50, I said the weirdest way possible. 50 hours in the game. I'm, I, I, I don't know if I'm close to the end at all. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing shit out of order too, because I like went to check to see like the recommended order to do like areas and bosses in and stuff. And I've been doing shit out of order. Like I killed, um, a, a boss because there's a period of the game where I was playing where like I was like damn it the difficulty spiked quite a bit and then uh, <laughs> you're like just in the wrong area and I was like leveling up pretty fast because I was getting a lot of runes or a lot of souls from him and shit and then um after I like cleared out did the stuff in that area I went and did another one and I was like way too overpowered for it so I like went and checked it out and I was like oh yeah I just did shit completely out of order I guess but um Got a cool ass sword from one of the tougher bosses, and then that made me change my build. So now I'm just fucking. <laughs> I'm not an axe guy anymore. I'm a sword guy. Yep, I'm like a, a paladin. I'm throwing lightning bolts and fucking shooting fire everywhere. What paladins shoot like religion everywhere? Holy fire! Only at the fire. undead or demons. Yeah, it's fucking. All these things are demons. I think. There's not any of the live people you run into in this game. <laughs> oh, that's another thing, too. I was, a bunch of dead folk. I was sort of hoping, since George R. and Martin, like, the big thing was, oh, he was helping come up with the story. I was hoping it was going to be thematically... Interesting. Or different than the other, like, Dark Souls games, but it is still just, that, like, fucking, oh, the world's already dead, and you're just in the boring apocalypse medieval apocalypse and oh you're tarnished oh you're defiled oh you gotta blah, 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 you gotta destroy the it's all like the same shit that's in all of them <laughs> <laughs> so that that's because they paid george r, r. martin millions of dollars for nothing is what i just heard i honestly have i there's like nothing in it that seems to have the hallmark like his fingerprints on it that i've experienced there's like a spooky lady that Hugs you a lot, and you get a debuff from hugging her. So maybe that's it. That that might be George R. Martin. <laughs> that sounds like some of his stuff. But yeah, it's <laughs> a, like when it came out, everyone ten out of ten, fucking best game of all time. I give it like fucking seven out of ten. <laughs> it's still just kind of wandering around doing video game shit. Oh, and also since I went to the harder area first and got that badass sword and like leveled up the sword and shit, like fucking, I'm just plowing through shit now. So hopefully I'll be done soon. <laughs> I accidentally trivialized the game. Ah, oh, it's every joy I have in a video game. Oh, hopefully I'll be done soon. Yeah, that's what, the thing with video games is like start playing them, fucking love them for like two, three days, and then I'm like fucking, uh, fucking I've gotta beat it, and just not ever look at it again. Hopefully I'll be done soon. There's like people that have already uh, beaten Elden Ring, of course, because there's, you yeah, know, he's still playing for like what, you know, life 24 hours straight. straight. But there are like, people immediately like, going back and doing New Game Plus and starting new games and making new characters and shit, and I'm fucking I'll never play this game again. <laughs> <laughs> There, are, there really hasn't been that many games I've ever played again. I guess that some of the Metal Mario Solid games I've played a bunch series. of times, right? Metal Gear Solid, right? Um, yeah. I played Knights of the Old Republic probably a couple times, too. But that, I played, that's, um, that's it. I like Dragon Age Origins. I played that game like three times, I think. Which one's or is Origins the first one? Yeah. Mass Effect that's 2. Move. I've beaten Mass Effect 2 a couple times. That's about it, I think. I used to like Bioware games a lot. I used to like video games a lot. Not anymore. I kind of like don't. I don't know. <laughs> They're like uh, done. too much of a time commitment. 
they're not very rewarding or fulfilling. Uh, but not for me anymore, I don't think. They're so really a younger man's game. Yeah, I'm going to keep trying, I guess. <laughs> Anytime I get tricked by the hype. <laughs> Which is apparently a lot of people got tricked by the hype. I don't know if trick is the right <laughs> word. But a lot of people are buying into the hype. Well, a lot of people, uh, I think, did get tricked by all the reviews saying, like, oh, hell yeah, you can. this is the most accessible one yet. No problem. Anyone can play this one. And then immediately people are like, no, this shit's still fucking hard. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> like, the, the, the shit that makes it easier is uh, there's uh, more checkpoints and, like, a different version of checkpoints so that you, you if you lose to a boss, you won't have to run through a whole area and hopefully do well enough to be on a good enough playing field to fight the boss again. Because in the Dark Souls games, like, you die to the boss, have to run through a whole bunch of shit again. You get to the boss, and, like, you're already almost dead anyways, right? <clears throat> this one is, like, you die to the boss, walk 10 feet, you go fight him again, no problem. But, um, so that's convenient. But, like, that doesn't make the encounters any easier. <laughs> and, like I said, the, the, the um, movement difference between some of the boss characters and your own character is kind of ridiculous. Especially if you're not familiar with the game at all. So I imagine a lot of people hopped into it, and first of all, you start playing the game, you have no fucking clue where you're supposed to go, what you're supposed to do, really. So that's probably a big problem for a lot of people. <laughs> and then as soon as you get to the first boss, fucking, he's just gonna push your shit. <laughs> so I imagine a lot of people just gave up. Which, uh, sure, it makes sense. It's like a niche game, niche style of game anyways. It's a just, niche style of game? It just got so hyped that everyone decided to play it, but that's what happens with like every video game now. The it's play, all about the marketing and the the, the campaign, the, the PR campaign, em- just like the the Russian invasion of Ukraine. The most embarrassing thing about it, about Elden Ring, is like the <clears throat> people that are hella into like Soulsborne from software games, and like it's like their personality trait, and like they take so much pride in being good at a video game. It's like, look at me. Like, I'm, a, I'm a real cool guy here. Because we already talked, it's lame for people to like think that being good at video games is meaningful or even really exists in most video games. You know what I mean? Most video games are made to be beaten by anyone. Um, but like the people that are hell into these games are just like, fuck it. Oh, because people are complaining about the accessibility options in the game, which are non-existent. Like, there's not even a colorblind mode or a way to turn any settings off to prevent, like, photosensitivity. You know what I mean? There's nothing in it. So people with legitimate complaints about this stuff have brought it up. But then immediately, the From Software fans will be like, just play a different game, pussy. You got to get good. Don't have <laughs> well, this fucking being colorblind up to you a bit. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? Hey, you gotta get good with you. Hey, <laughs> make your colorblind eyes work, you damn yeah. bitch. Exactly. I don't know. It's, they're just fucking lame and sweaty. It's like, yeah, the game is a little bit more difficult than mo- most modern video games, but like fucking... It's still does, Battletoads. Yeah, yeah, and it doesn't make you cool. You know what I mean? Like Battletoads. You spent hours of your life getting better at this video game. You're not Like cool. Battletoads. Yeah. You're whack. You're still just a nurse. And like, don't ever put an easy mode in the game. It's like that could be difficulty sliders. Just don't. Just play on the difficulty you prefer. No <laughs> yeah. Fucking loser. <laughs> if you be, unless you're beating Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde on the end, guys. I don't give a shit. They what act you like think. they act like it's gonna always oh, gonna ruin the integrity of the game. Oh, man, <laughs> fucking, fucking like, integrity in the video yeah, game. It, this is a fucking mass consumer entertainment product. Like fucking, it, it's gonna. <laughs> this is made to make a billion dollars. Yeah, it's, it's gonna destroy the integrity. vision of Autor Miyazaki. It's like no, this is a video game, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't care that he's like part of the overcoming. The game is about overcoming challenges. Man, I don't give a fuck. This it's the game's about fucking <laughs> dirty ass tarnished piece of shit who needs to burn the world. If you think a fucking video game is a challenge, I hope you never face the actual real challenge in in your actual real life. You goddamn little pussy ass bitch. Well, just the idea of uh, I, I mean, video games are art or blah blah. Fuck no, it's not. I don't want to, don't try to, don't try to elevate video games to that type of shit. You know what I mean? It's like fucking lame. Fucking yeah, that's lame. been another video game ran by VHS called Give Us Money. 
Yeah. Watch us play video games on Twitch. I was talking to my friends about um just the internet in general because she was having like some like social issues, social drama that, that happened. To, but I mean, whatever. It's the internet, and I was like, internet is whack. I don't like using it. I don't like talking to people on the internet. I don't want to interact with people. Blah blah blah. And then um, she's like, "Well, I probably should to like promote the podcast and shit." And I was like, "Yeah, probably." Yeah, fuck that I podcast. Don't know who the fuck I would promote this podcast to? Because it's like, hey, general population in the United States, everything you like, I think it's fucking whack, <laughs> and I have a whole bunch of reasons why. I'm the only thing you like that I like is Twice and just Mina. <laughs> now I love all the girls in Twice. <clears throat> I'm on a different tip now. Fucking Alexa Demi from uh, Euphoria. That's what it's all about now. Wait, isn't she the uh, the drug addict one? Nah, that's uh, Zendaya. <laughs> <laughs> the one that hangs out with Fezco. Nah, that's uh, some... I don't know any of the real names, but Zendaya. Oh, uh, her, what's her character? Her character name is Maddie. You know. Oh, woman. Maddie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. she's fierce. <laughs> okay, she's uh, mean. That's what she's I, she's it. mean. She well, uh, everybody in that show sucks. Like Nate I'm should mean. be in jail and on in therapy. It's like fucking. I don't man. Fuck, the show's so fucking weird. I'm fucking <laughs> uh, The first weird. season was pretty good. The second season really felt like a very just like uh, uh, CW tropes. I still love it because it's like it's got everything that I want to watch it for. You know I mean? <laughs> penises, penises, drugs, penises, drugs, and violence. It's shot really well. They're working like sixteen-hour yeah. days, and it takes them a month to film an episode because Sam Levinson it doesn't know what he's doing apparently, but it, fucking, <laughs> it ends up all right. Yeah, I just, I mean, it looks cool. Um, yeah, the sex, drugs, violence. It's that's dope. I'm into it. Fucking! <laughs> that, did you watch the last episode? Yeah, I watched the season The fucking Fez and um, his, his uh, Ashtray. Ashtray fucking yeah. get raided by the police. It's like, man, what show am I watching? <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be. They should just veer off in the third season and just make the show about Fez and like the shit he gets up to. Just do a uh, in prison. Show. Yeah, that'd be, much, dad? that'd be much more interesting. Oh shit! I forgot. <laughs> Nate's dad is an interesting character too. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, the Nate's checkoff gun, which constantly never goes off. I like that he brought his gun to, to do nothing to confront it was just his a, dad, and then didn't even show it. <laughs> and then he brought his gun just that's to trick out the audience. You know what I mean? Yeah, was, there was no. Re- it was like well, that was stupid. That's that's his that piss just, poor writing. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, it's euphoria. Yeah, that shit rules. <laughs> That was. Uh, is, I did like the other scene with him and his gun, where he was in Maddie's room and was gonna like blow his head off in front of her. That was <laughs> nuts. Like that crazy. Give shit. me the tape. Or I'm gonna fucking suicide all over your bedroom. Yeah. Can you imagine how crazy that shit would be? That'd be traumatizing as fuck. But <laughs> I'd love to see crazy shit depicted in like film and stuff, though. That's wild. And she still loves him, or is infatuated with him, sort of. <clears throat> I was gonna say it's because he's got the good dick, but then they've shown that that's not the case. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't he has trouble getting up with the ladies because he's he's a gay and doesn't want to admit it. Um, I don't know if that's the case. He it seems to have some sexual hangups. Oh, uh, but you know what's dope is in um the one episode where they showed the the play or whatever that musical scene with all the football players <laughs> that fucking moves. <laughs> That entire uh, those uh, those two episodes with the play, I, mm. I kept I, I was like, this is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Like, there's no uh, high school ever anywhere in the country that has this kind of production value for their 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 fucking high school play. There's like fucking stage shows in London that don't have the production value. Yeah, that's that what shit. I mean. That was crazy. Yeah, there's all kinds of scenes, like a hundred different actors. The fucking Special stage effects. rotated and shit. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. The fucking rules. That's why the show's good. It's like it's fucking. Just the height of trash. No, no, no. It's realistic for what teens are going through these days. No, it's That's not, what I read. Man. I read that on, on Reddit. No, because kids now don't even like party and fucking stuff. All yeah, that's why I think research says that they, they're having sex less than anybody ever had sex. Yeah, and they don't do drugs or drink or anything. They're losers. Dumb kids. They're all in fucking Hassan's uh, Twitch chat room. 
I swear all the fucking Zoomers. <laughs> Just watching people on Twitch. Watching other people live their life. They're too scared, man. Watching, watching other people play Elven Rings. Hell yeah, man. They're too scared to play Elven Ring. They're not tough like me. A tough masculine man who can beat video games. If I, I mean, if I do beat it, I might. Give it, I'm <laughs> I not gonna important give it stuff. It's difficult or anything. I just, um, I want it to end. Video games don't need to be a hundred hours long. <laughs> That's another problem with video games, like compared to why movies and other media are better. Like fucking. Well, they got to justify their sixty dollar uh, price tag, right? I just, it's like not a sustainable business model or it doesn't provide enough artistic value for the mm-hmm. exploitation it creates. I think probably just get rid of video games or at least at the scale they're made at now. If you're going to exploit something, it has to provide artistic value. I mean, it, it provides very little value at all, you know? It's just, I think I've mentioned before I'm a bit of a Luddite, but I think like circa 1995, the technology we reached at that point, that's what we need to do. Yeah, we should yeah. revert back to that and never advance any further as far as like <laughs> internet and digital electronics and stuff go. We just stop that. I'm I'm all for bulletin boards. Yeah, fucking it, it just it, it was fine. <laughs> it was perfectly fine. And now it's, everybody, it's let's not. play Mech Warrior. You should play um, the From Software games since you love Armored Core made by From Software. Uh, if they make an Armored Core game, I'll play it. They haven't made an Armored Core game in like 15 years. I know, like 2007, I think it's the last one. <clears throat> nah, now they're making Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodsborns. And uh, you, gotta, you, gotta, you gotta armor that core. Elden Souls. <laughs> I need to get a... Armored what was the- Souls. Come we mark seventeen. Come we mark seventeen. Like yeah, didn't they made a they made one in the PlayStation two or three era, right? They made the Chrome Chrome Dogs was one of those too. There's right? one on PlayStation. There's a couple on PlayStation two, and then there's one on PlayStation three. I think. She did. She to play the hell out of Armor Core one. Remember we imported uh, Armor Core. I can't remember what the, the third. Uh, Let's check it out. Powers of War or video game series. It was a PlayStation One game. Remember we had that. It was a little. You had the, the thing you plugged in the back. And there's a spring. Yeah, so that you didn't. So you could to. switch out the discs because yeah. it had to read the code from the US disc before you put in the other disc. Woof. Hmm. It's on PlayStation One. Was it Master of Arena? Yeah, Master Arena is only imported. There's also Project Phantasma. Yeah, that one came to the U.S. I, I remember. I think if, I actually think Master Arena ended up coming to the U.S. like two or three years after we imported it. Yeah, this, I guess that's what it is. I'm trying to figure. It. Yeah, whatever. No one cares. Actually, yeah. people listen to this podcast should Shut care. Up. The fucking <laughs> we talk about Elden Ring and Armor Core. We're true from software fans. <laughs> We uh, didn't even know. In fact, I played Demon Souls on PlayStation Three. I played it before. You guys even knew what Demon Souls was. You fucking losers! I'm so cutting edge. So cutting edge. Cutting edge about shit I don't even care about. That's how cutting edge I am. Whatever. Fucking. I also watched another Chinese film this week called Hi Mom. It was like the second highest grossing film in China after the Battle of Lake Chongjin. Is it a comedy? It is. You know like how in the United States a comedian will get sort of popular and their material will be about their life and then they'll get like a movie deal and the movie is also kind of about their life. Yeah, sort of. Like, yeah. um, what was that Pete Davidson movie that Paul Re- not fucking uh, King of did? Staten Island, I think. Yeah, you know, it was like a fantastical version of his life or whatever. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what this movie is kind of. It's called uh, Hi Mom. It's uh, this comedian in China who's gotten really popular. Um, What was her name? Let's check real quick. Uh, Jia Ling. It was written and directed by her. Wait, was it written? Yeah, she directed it too. That's crazy because the cinematography is actually pretty nice. It's like that super expensive digital, looks like a commercial kind of cinematography. 
Mm-hmm. But there's some like in, to do some interesting stuff with that. As far as like landscapes and set, um, yeah, the lighting is probably terrible. Is what I just heard. It's just like really bright and everything is kind of like gold yeah. sheen to it, you know. Cause... I watched uh, for some reason. Court and I started watching that Carol versus Joe. You know the uh, fictional version of Tiger King on Peacock, and oh, the lighting oh. is just just god awful. I didn't even know that existed. Um, there is one scene in this movie though where they're clearly just on a digital backdrop and it's like you couldn't for this scene you couldn't just go find <laughs> a hill place. over a rice paddy and film it like fuck, there's nowhere no, during COVID. i guess it could be but um anyhow it's all right movie um i watch a lot of east asian movies as listening to the podcast now but like the movies i watch generally are aside from like some japanese horror movies they're not even mainstream in their home countries normally right mm-hmm like, I watched, like, Mandy, the equivalent of Mandy from these other countries. You know, not everyone's really watching. But yeah, this, Gorman. this movie's, like, <clears throat> broad appeal to everyone kind of movie, right? So it's interesting to see what that looks like in China. And you know what it looks like? Garbage? Basically the same shit we get here in the United States. But what was interesting about it is I tried, I wanted to get a little bit more context about the movie sort of not culturally exactly but um sort of i guess so i was learning more about it um it's based on her, her actual life um her mother died when she was 18 <clears throat> and so in this movie she goes back in time to 1981 to spend time with her mother as a young woman right and like attempt to change her life so that it ends up differently or whatever that sort of thing what was interesting to me is how uh, fawningly it depicted like 80s China. So I was trying to get more context for that. And uh, apparently people are aging younger in China um, are they're having their own like sort of um, <laughs> everybody's retro. nostalgic for their fucking childhood. Yeah, nostalgia they? for like the 80s. <clears throat> and what's interesting about it. Um, I saw people uh, were saying the motivation for it because it, it, during that time period, as it was actually happening, well, that's every, like the kind of the opening to the West, right? It was right after the seventies. Well, yeah, that's what they were pointing out was that during that time period, everything Western was cool, right? Shit from America was cool. Everything Chinese is fucking whack at the time, right? And that's continued onwards until very recently in China, and there were some. Um, uh sociologists i don't know i don't remember specifically what their credentials were but people in china were speculating that um the reason there but now there's like a um the reverse is happening where kids are starting to get like hell into uh older music from the 80s like chinese music and chinese movies and stuff where mm-hmm. there's like appreciation for what for being chinese during that time period so specifically 80s china that there's appreciation for and the at first I was like, <clears throat> I guess maybe um, propaganda, right? Like there's um, there's this new appreciation for China just because <clears throat> they're they're withholding a lot more Western shit, but also China's producing a lot of its own shit. So now it's they're able to be like China's the best, and that's reflecting like on the youth culture there, right? <laughs> but um, then I was checking out. Uh, this um, Chinese Canadian guy who does critiques of East Asian film that uh, I, I watch and read quite a bit. <clears throat> and what he was pointing out from time he'd spent in China with his relatives around his age and stuff like that is uh, mm-hmm. it's actually just very similar to what's going on in the West where uh, in China now kids are um, becoming really atomized they're working um like 50 60 hours a week they don't have any free time they don't spend time with their family they're in you know what i mean they're in financial problems blah blah blah, blah. and so now they're harkening back <clears throat> everyone's harkening back to what's perceived as a better time it, like, which is basically when i had free time <laughs> yeah well the, well no it's different because what you're thinking what you're referring to is you thinking about your own childhood specifically this is like younger kids who weren't necessarily alive in the 80s like zoomers who 
are want, are thinking are, are interested in the 80s now because um there was oh, like, a the shift from of, communal yeah. living and stuff in the 80s and that sort of thing <clears throat> so they're you know wistfully thinking of a time period where you actually got to spend time with your family people live more communally <clears throat> it wasn't like endlessly work and achieving goals and blah 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 and all this long ass nonstop talking about this movie and what it made me think about is just i just wanted to point out that um apparently everyone in the entire world is just having the same fucking problems and the world kind of just sucks and uh everyone's working too hard and going crazy <laughs> I mean, on some level, that's kind of always been the case. Well, it's interesting is like um, a lot of that malaise we have here in the United States is because of uh, capitalism, right? And then um, in China, it couldn't possibly be capitalism because they have glorious Chinese communism, right? Yeah. What the fuck? How is it possible? I don't know. I mean, I heard a a (laughs) senator a day or two ago. Well, not a day or two. Probably a week ago. Say that the reason that Russia was invading Ukraine is because they're communists and needed the farmland. So that's fun. Who Ukraine or Russia's communists? Russia's communists and they invaded oh. Ukraine because they needed the farmland. That's interesting. <laughs> I mean, he was a football coach, so he's a senator. So what do you expect from him? Actually, I think uh, there a lot of people in the United States probably have the misconception that well, Russia's still communist. They don't know what communism yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> they don't know that there's a difference between the Soviet Union. <laughs> yeah, those people don't matter. You know what I mean? They don't want to be. I mean, that guy. Who, shit. That college football coach who said that shit didn't matter either. He just is prominent enough. No, to you know, the problem is he actually does matter. He's a fucking senator. And there's only about 100 of them. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, so, anyways, um, I guess my point is, uh, I guess I'm not going to escape by going to China, huh? I thought we already figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking everyone's bummed out in China, too, huh? Where are they, where, where, let's look at the happiness index. I'll figure it out. Movie's actually pretty cool. Um, a lot of the cast were just her like friends who were also comedians and stuff, so it was interesting. It was nice to see uh, regular-looking people in a movie, you know what I mean? That's how, that's how they do it in America, too. You know, one comedian gets famous, and he makes a movie, and he's like, hey, comedian friends, you're all in it. Yeah, that shit rules. All right, so uh, happiest countries. Ready for this? Yeah. Uh, Finland. Mm. Not for Denmark. long. Russia's yeah. coming. <laughs> Switzerland. Those are the top three. Uh, Iceland's have, um, number three. Or I'm number four, excuse me. Those countries all have robust, robust social safety nets, don't they? Yeah, they're also all mostly Vikings. They have their well, Finland's not their um citizens' material interests are mostly taken care of because they have um school, higher education, free healthcare. Uh, Finland even has universal basic income now, right? <clears throat> and Finland burns trash to create energy. <laughs> <laughs> Finland does seem pretty cool now. I think about it. Let's see what's after Iceland, Netherlands, Norway, Sweden, Luxembourg. Well, they're all rich in Luxembourg. It doesn't count. New yeah. Zealand, of course. Austria, Australia, mm, Israel. That's weird. Germany. I mean, if you're the people that are allowed to um, take polls in Israel, probably love it. I guess. You fucking most of the people in Israel. Yeah, I know, but it's like it's still like you know what I mean. It's like, not like they asked any every, every few years. It's like, hey, let's go fucking blow something up, guys. I just don't feel like I would enjoy that. But maybe yeah, that's but me. yeah, but it, it seems like a lot of the citizenry of Israel um, are like mean. You know what I mean? Like they're <laughs> really in the pocket of their government, where they're just like fucking don't ever fuck with Israel. You know. I think it's probably because they have forced conscription, so that's an easy way to brainwash most of your population, right? Oh, well, that's... That, I mean, then let's talk South Korea, then. Don't they still do that? <laughs> yeah, they do have forced conscription in South Korea. Uh, Ireland um, is right outside the top ten, so I think... It's Ireland and Costa Rica, which... South Korea is... Um, they were having... I think their presidential election is going on. It's like they're campaigning right now. Oh shit, the election on is Wednesday, March 9th. Yeah, it's coming up. 
Um, there was one candidate in South Korea, I believe, who mentioned something about um, getting rid of mandatory conscription. But they uh, represent like the furthest left party there is in Korea, so they're not getting any votes. Good luck, dude. And the, even their far their air quote far left uh, party in South Korea is uh, probably like centrist, center right. I mean, honestly, forced conscription is, is more uh, common than you'd think around the world. I um, mean, for sure, Russia has it, uh, as as everybody's learned this week. <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty dumb. Yeah, um, ask me. I think Ukraine actually had it until like 2013 or maybe even 14 around the time of the first Crimea War. They also had uh, nukes until <laughs> pretty recently. Yeah, I mean, sort of. They had a bunch of old Soviet nukes that they didn't have the codes for. Yeah, well, they probably should have kept them though, huh? Wait, but what are they going to do with them? <laughs> Blow up Russia. How? I don't know the codes for them. Just the threat of possibly a nuclear war seems. I, well, also, I think you have to replace like the the really the the cores in a lot of those missiles pretty often, right? At least like know. every twenty years or so. So I don't know how long they're good for. Um, the shitty thing though is, I'm pretty sure the Ukrainians are like, yeah, we'll give you, we'll give away all these uh, Soviet missiles as long as you promise not to attack us. And if we get attacked, then someone has to defend us. And you see where that's led them. Yeah, but see, the problem is Russia does have nukes. So, yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's getting crazy out there. It's getting hard out here for a pimp. That's true. Yeah, well, it's getting it's getting hard out there for a lot of people. I, what's interesting is that there's a poll where uh, they asked Americans, like, do you think there should be a no-fly zone for... Well, that's because Americans don't know anything. It's like, you're fucking, and they're like, hell yeah. And it's like, man, I, what was interesting to me is just, like, how sometimes rephrasing things, like, politically really does seem to work. Yeah, it's, like, do you, like you just, here's how you should phrase the question. Should American airplanes be shooting down, be shooting uh, down <laughs> Russian airplanes, yeah. you know? We, then we'll get some, some pulled ahead of there. Well, no, we. I, I mean, here's the no uh, fly zone. Just put up a sign. That'll suck. <laughs> no flying here, buddy. Yeah, that's all it is. You just put a sign up. I always assume there's some sort of uh, radiation beam or microwave that we shoot into the air and say no flying. And we just do uh, make the, some the cover Star to the ground. We use the advanced Star Wars technology that Ronald Reagan was talking about. Star Wars missile defense, but what we do is. You just open up like a box in Ukraine, and it creates a, a net that you can't fly through. I think I thought it was like a magnet; it just pulls everything metal to the ground. Well, what about Iron Man? <laughs> Iron Man. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Everything is pretty. Yeah, crazy. The, well, the one thing I will say is, if Russia does actually end up invading Moldova or pushing this even further, like I don't know, maybe. They will be a no-fly zone. I don't. It's fucking dangerous as hell. But yeah, that's the problem. Is uh, uh, they keep fucking escalating. Yeah, but the thing is, um, for their part and the other world powers, is if you're a big enough country and you got the nukes, um, sometimes you kind of just can do what you want, huh? You know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, apparently, like the British should have pushed their weight around a lot more than than they have. Well, that, Britain used to have the old kind of nukes back in the old days, which were just really <laughs> fast like ships. A lot of the other, they had all the ships, mm -hmm. which were those were the nukes of the 1600s, 1700s. I don't know if in the beginning, Master and Commander were like, ah, oh, the seas are now battlefields. It is England, England. Yeah, and if we, I mean, still the I think the largest naval battle is still uh, in the Punic Wars between Rome and. Uh, um, Carthage. No, it was England versus uh, Catherine the Great's the Spanish Armada. <laughs> Angloland. Well, speaking Angloland. of um, escalating tensions and war and how it's terrible. Uh, this former, is vampires versus werewolves. Former FBI special agent warns of alien UFO attack under false flag. Oh, false flag for who? The aliens? Mention false flag aliens and UFOs in a sentence, and most people are reminded of Project Bluebeam. Yeah, that's what I thought of. 
For sure. The infamous conspiracy theory of Serge Monast in the early 1990s warning that NASA was working with the United Nations to establish a new age religion with the Antichrist at its head and start a new world order by creating giant holograms to fool the public. Watch this. This is what fucking Donald Trump is trying to warn us about. Uh, it also, if you um, feel free to do your own research about. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, why will? Yeah, just like I did about the vaccine. It's going to take you about 20 minutes before it gets to the anti-Semitic stuff. Actually, maybe <laughs> not really that long. Depending on your it's going to take you somewhere it. between 10 to 20 minutes. Yep, you're like, oh, oh, the fucking blood libel again, huh? Uh, so, <clears throat> uh, retired FBI agent John DeSouza, <clears throat> he he's referring to the Tic Tac UFOs encountered by the U.S. military. Oh, yeah. And he's alleged inside knowledge that their sightings will increase under a fake alien invasion scenario to scare the world. He is quoted as saying, one of the things that I see happening throughout 2022 is going to be, they're going to make these Tic Tacs and these Tic Tacs come in many different shapes and sizes like they're sometimes cylinders, not quite like a Tic Tac, I guess. <laughs> no, no, they won't always be Tic Tacs. Sometimes <laughs> it'll be Rolos or uh, Peppermint Patties. Uh, they're sometimes motherships. They're all in different shapes and sizes. Um, Lifesavers, uh, gumdrops. He was Nico wafers, um, if you will. So uh, John DeSouza was interviewed by Michael Sala, uh, Sala, who is the founder of a website called exopolitics.org. org. <laughs> uh, he was also <laughs> that's in the not news. org. So it's uh, he was also in the news recently, in news and air quotes, because uh, <laughs> he he had a, he said that uh, Vladimir Putin invaded Ukraine to gain possession of an ancient space ark, which uh, the world would see. Yes, yeah, as good enough logic as what he actually invaded Ukraine for. Yeah, it, well, he invaded it for the space ark. What are you talking about? Natural <laughs> gas. Be, natural gas. Fuck that. <laughs> Russia doesn't need gas. They need a space ark. <laughs> Uh, this is just one of two in Russia's possession, so I guess they have another one already. Oh, yeah, you collect, you collect both, then you have control of uh, time and space. Um, there are more managed by U.S. and China, as well as on the moon and Mars. Who has the Martian one? Uh, <laughs> Mar- China on Mars. Mars, China. <laughs> um, in his quest to reveal what's really going on in the world, UFOs, extraterrestrials, and world politics. Sala interviewed DeSouza. Uh, DeSouza, FBI special agent, retired investigator for 25 years and collector of the real life X Files. He is also the author of three books on paranormal subjects. What's the deal with like, um, suck my dick. What's the deal with these actual like government employees, FBI, CIA, high up military and shit that retire and then do go crazy? <laughs> what's what's uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and crazy say, shit going on, or they. Just, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say it's a lot of dude with with cash money. I think it's MK MK Ultra. It's that's still, <laughs> that's still going, going on. on. Yeah, but they're doing yeah, it to, like their own employees and shit. I mean, I guess they were during MK Ultra. They were just like dosing yeah, they were really telling anybody. Shit. Yeah. Uh, he goes on to say, "What we're going to be seeing uh, these tech ta- these tic tacs, also called UAPs." Um, unidentified aerial phenomena for you losers who don't know the cool hit lingo. <laughs> We're going to be seeing them actually engaging civilian ships and vessels in a hostile, aggressive manner. They may not be killing people yet, but they will be doing things to disable ships, disable vessels, actually have real physical confrontation. Because at this point, they need to ratchet up the fear more than what it's been. It, can't just be this, oh, the Tic Tacs appeared and they zipped around and then they disappeared. They're going to need to kick that up a little. They're going to kick it up a notch. (laughs) They're going to put some spice on it. So uh, what's interesting about this, uh, uh, there's more of the article, but as an aside is, um, so like there is something going on with um, unidentified aerial phenomena. Who knows what it is? But what's interesting to me about it is it's probably not interstellar travel because... I mean, that seems unlikely, but it is like, well, fucking what is it? Mm. And, you know, and it's like, well, what could it be? It's probably not this. I mean, he's saying uh, that aliens are, I'm not sure exactly what he's I, saying. You know, honestly, like well, I think they, we talked about some of this previously, but it, it depends on the situation. The Tic Tac specifically, I don't know. Probably some sort of uh, drone. 
let's let's read on because at this point I'm not sure what he is. He's saying that um, the the false flag is that they're not actually UFOs, but we're gonna make it look like it's UFOs, or that the UFOs are gonna make it look like Russia did it or something, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because he didn't. My calling is to show people they already have what they need to ascend. The first and greatest lie has been exploded that the this material facade is all there is. Next, we must awaken to our own supernatural abilities. These abilities must then be joined to faith and belief. Our own faith supernatural, supernatural abilities. abilities. I hope I get laser eyes or punch eyes and cyclops. Faith and supernatural abilities will then determine everything in life and beyond. Faith so and supernatural abilities. So how much I believe in the Catholic God He's a fucking crazy person for sure. Oh, I just saw a picture of him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're looking um, good. I'm going to read. We got to go over this interview. Oh, man, it's a video. They don't have a transcript. Fuck. I wanted. I still don't. can't figure out it. Like, is he saying the aliens are going to attack us and blame it on. Man, I don't. I don't know. What do you? Let's just speculate. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? The I aliens, don't. I don't understand what he's trying to say. If the aliens are not real, and that the some government is trying to do a false flag to ratchet it up, because it doesn't. I don't understand what he's trying to argue. Honestly, is he? What the fuck? <laughs> Hold on. Let me are the aliens this. real, and they're going to start ratcheting up violence, or are they not real, and they're someone else is doing a false flag? Wait, so they mentioned Project Blue Beam at the beginning, but that was, okay, I guess maybe he's still talking about, okay, so he's, he must be on this Project Blue Beam type tip too, where he's like, fucking, they're secretly NWO, New World Order, the Illuminati, Antichrist, uh, One World Government, uh, Joe Brandon's eating babies and shit, right? And they're going to use a fake UFO attack. To kick off World War Three or some shit. I think maybe that's what he's saying. <laughs> you don't need a fake UFO attack to kick off World War Three. Just have uh, Vladimir Putin start doing some shit in Ukraine. We're halfway there. That's World War PP, not World War Three. Uh, oh shit! So on the page with the, the interview on exopolitics.org, you get uh, you can uh, log in to leave comments using your Facebook account. Should we read some of the comments? Let's do it. I'm excited. Highway words, Sam. When I call up John's Twitter account, I always get the message that Twitter is blocked, but then can't be my own account. When I call up John's Twitter, what the fuck? Old people, man. <laughs> Honest, straightforward, innocent, and even playful gentleman seemingly holding no secret cards except for the ones he knows will get him off. Been talking for a while, presenting not much more information. <laughs> the truth of the cabal has to ramp up the fear, and we've all known of the possibility what? of a false flag alien invasion. Mr. Solidy seemed to think he's a joke by the way you look at him. Most of the comments on YouTube are that his stories are not credible. This is all one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> With hyphens in between each word? Because that's what you uh, read, like your fucking blur from Transformers. No, I just, it was just like one big fat paragraph. <laughs> I'm going to throw this in here because, well, why not? I have very vivid dreams. So real, I have difficulty telling the difference between them and reality. Good. <laughs> Great sign. All right, we're well, off to a good start. Really good start. Although some argue that dreams are memories of extra-dimensional experiences. Nope. No, 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 no one does that. <laughs> Freud. Uh, that was Freud's whole thing. <laughs> about a week ago, I had a dream which was very chaotic in nature. It involved ETs. and I get a lot of that lately. The actual ET? I love that guy. Yeah, he loves uh, Reese's Pieces. You ever seen that tweet? It's one of the, probably the greatest tweets of all time where his dude's just like, uh, I know me and my friends when we were kids found ET, we would beat it to death with bats. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, that's just funny to me. Because like that, like, th- that's just, like a legitimate reaction. Like us as kids with the like, kids in the neighborhood, like that's probably what would have happened. <laughs> We've been like attacked the block. Um, I heard someone state quite clearly, fire in the sky, no fire in the sky. It also involves a large hole in the ground that was so deep it seemed to go down all the way to hell. Fire in the sky is the episode of Transformers that we owned on VHS as children. I've watched it a million times. Fire in the sky is also the name of the Travis Walton abduction movie. Um, I've watched a number of times. Travis Walton abduction took place in Flagstaff, Arizona. One time I went to Flagstaff with some friends who were from Flagstaff. 
and it was like uh it was like traveling to mecca for me <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did in the documentary slash movie did anybody make a pun that says that's snow fair fire in the sky is a movie not a documentary You've seen Fire in the Sky. It came out in the nineties. I remember watching it with you when we were kids. Yeah, I remember. I actually remember Fire in the Sky. Um, you know what's lame about Snowflake? Uh, it's like not. It doesn't get cold enough there to snow. I mean, I guess it gets cold. It snowed there once in a while. Isn't right? it because the people's names are Snowflake? Yeah, right? the two founders were named Snow and Flake. Also, huh, our Jeff Senator, Flake, huh? Yeah, that motherfucker is related to that family, by the way. Yeah, I think we uh, um, again. I think we've more man. Um, what you can't talk about? It. I got to run for Congress against our fucking uh, dentist loving uh, Putin. Well, so anyways, uh, yeah, this fool Andrew Sellers um, predicted. I don't know. He kind of trails off. But doesn't say anything more about his dreams. So. <laughs> I'm, fucking well, I'm just going to drop this here and then start talking about something else. There's only like a total of like 15 comments on the this, so this website's about as popular as our podcast. <laughs> uh, well, probably. Black Dick Federation's councils and secret. Wait, space would you say Black Dick Federation? Galactic. Oh, I heard Black Dick. Now on this video, is that's a better federation. Presented by Dr. Michael Sala. Oh hell yeah, we can. <laughs> Holy shit, it's only thirty dollars. <laughs> wow. Man, this is fucking. This podcast, we're changing this podcast. We also need to scrub any of the previous information about us or the podcast off the internet. We're starting over again. We're doing this fucking alien shit and we're going to get rich. This is where the money is at, I think. <laughs> Subscribe to our podcast for $50 a month to get access to the secret information that the New World Order doesn't want you to know. Turns out Joe Byron. Love smooch. <laughs> hey, Jupiter himself is actually uh, an octopus alien from 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 Jupiter. Star actually, everyone already knows Joe Brand Byron loves smooch, and he's always smooching on kids. Everyone saw it. There's this uh, uh, RKX nephew, this very prolific rapper, who's kind of um, he's like a new little being where he just releases music nonstop on the internet. It's very meme and stuff, uh -huh. but um. One of his songs, he's like, traffic a bitch like Joe Biden. Glock kiss your kids like Joe Biden. Like, he, <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking hilarious to me. I really like that <laughs> song. Traffic a bitch like Joe Biden. Glock kiss your kids like Joe Biden. It also doesn't really make sense. Like, traffic is a bitch. And Joe Biden does kiss kids. But why Glocks don't? I mean, you're not supposed <laughs> to be shooting kids. <laughs> I don't. You're not supposed to. But some people do it. Like yeah, but like on accident usually. <clears throat> oh. Sometimes well. you need to you need to terrorize a population into surrendering. How you do that? You shoot some kids. Oh yeah, Israel knows quite a bit about that. Yeah. Hey, you take that, BB Netanyahu, you bitch, Israel, you bitch. I don't think that guy is prime minister. Yeah, but he's still, like, fucking, uh... Yeah, you know, he's gotten away with it, just like everybody else does. He's still, like, all up in that shit, too, anyways. Someone should send that to take care of a little, uh... Netanyahu. Send a little Turkish... No, they, they, yeah. The Irons really have better anti-air than the Russians. Yeah, they have the... What is the fucking Iron Dome? Iron Dome, yeah. What is that That's shit? That's mostly from, like, uh... To... to ineffective uh palestinian rockets you know i don't know how old we'll do against. i want to stop Bayraktar. <laughs> yeah. uh is it literally just an iron dome over israel no oh that's crazy sort of in some places but not exactly mm. they're like fucking uh some palestinian kids threw rocks at our soldiers let's fucking bomb them and then they do it <laughs> Everyone's I mean, it's cool. not even that, like, like there's not even that level of justification in some cases. Sometimes it's yeah, just sometimes like, hey, do it. you know, you like, like we want the land over there, so we're a bunch of Jewish settlers going to go build a house, yeah. and you guys all got to move. A bunch of assholes from Brooklyn need to live here, so, uh, bye. Fucking bye. I'm the only ever one that chosen as a child. <laughs> Man, that shit is crazy. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's all I got this week. What else is there? 
Bayraktar. Bayraktar. I don't. I don't got. I don't got nothing. I watched. Yeah, uh, I watched nothing this week. Hell yeah! Watch Hi Mom. I watched. Uh, I watched Euphoria, uh, the finale, and then we watched. Uh, oh, we watched Love Is Blind. If you watched that garbage reality show on Netflix, no, I don't know what that is. Uh, it's where they they have people um, find people find love, sort of. Oh. They don't see each other; they just talk to each other uh, to find love and and to propose marriage. Oh, just like based on personality and yeah. But you know, obviously, everybody on the show is reasonably attractive. Yeah, but they so, don't know. I mean, they don't they don't know, but you you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like Netflix is gonna put a bunch of uggos on there. Yeah, but even so, they're not even gonna put a bunch of normies on there. If they, I put, hate the word normie. If they put me on that show, and I'd be like, yeah, I know in the back of my mind, like, yeah, everyone is attractive, but like, what if they're not my kind of attractive? You know what I mean? Well, I mean that's kind of the the crux of the show, isn't it? Like, hey, is love truly blind, Kyle? Is it? Well, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, well, you as you find out. Some people are like really excited to meet someone, and they meet them. And they're like, "Oh, mm, I don't know if it's gonna work out anymore, guy." Well, that I like. I'm not saying that I'm one of those people that like, oh, it's all physical attraction. But there is, you know, what I mean, it's like I mean, how someone a- smells and walks and the way their lips move when mm-hmm. they talk. You know, what I mean, there's like little sh- shit that you need to. There's a certain element of physical uh, physical attraction, especially at the yeah. beginning of a relationship. That's important. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like shit fades, obviously. Um, you're not gonna be young and pretty forever. And I will be. <laughs> oh well, I have some bad news for you, Kyle. You're not as young as you once were. And you're I'm, probably not as pretty as you once. I'm were. getting, <laughs> I'm getting younger somehow. <laughs> you're Benjamin Button this shit. Mm. Yeah, but you know, that's I guess that's where I, where I come in. But in, in the beginning of relationship, some level of physical attraction is important. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's just crazy. That's I don't know. I said before, like people fucking find in love on the internet and shit, and it's like fuck you. Don't even know what his dick tastes like. <laughs> get married <laughs> yet? Well, that's yeah. Yes. People who get married without having sex too. That's crazy. Ah, that's man. weird. That's fucking nuts. Nuts. Bayraktar. Everyone go listen to Bayraktar. Everyone watch Hi Mom. There's like a a, a doo doo scene in it. A scene where like he's the guy's got to go doo doo real bad. So they, even the, the the comedy of uh, the glorious Chinese Communist Party is the same as the United States. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen that in a Ben Stiller movie before. <laughs> we got do do scene. One time I do do. Uh, go to vhskvlt.com. That's our website. Like and subscribe on if you're watching it on YouTube. Follow us on Twitter on the podcast app you're using. Rate and review it. Give us five stars. Um. Stars, all that shit, uh, and see you next. Yeah, week. I don't, I don't care about any of it. Give me money. Next week, I'll be in Elden Ring. I'll have the final, most comprehensive, most authoritative review of all time. And it's, I'm sure it's gonna boil down to like, man, video games sure aren't very fun anymore, huh? <laughs> it's a lot of doing the same thing over and over again in a slightly different way. Well, they just take longer now, so that's cool. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's $60. You got to justify the price tag. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. $60. Goodbye. VHS Cult.